Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Anders Boulanger. Anders, you are the founder and CEO of Engageify, and you're found on the web at engageify.ai. Anders, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, Josh. I'm I'm pumped to be here. Yes, give us an overview. I like the name. Tell us what Engageify does. For sure, for sure. So uh, Engageify, we help companies make their events and teams more engaging. So what we've found, and, and our background really is, is on trade show floors. So we would actually, I'm, uh, my background is a magician. So I would actually do magic at a trade show booth, integrating in the marketing message to get people to come to the booth, right? To, and, and so we would generate leads for companies that way. And I don't know if you've ever been to some of these massive trade shows, but there are all kinds of crazy things happening, you know, in terms of, <laughs> You know, celebrity appearances. I had Tony Hawk on a half pipe beside me one time. I had the 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 mountain from Game of Thrones behind me. I had uh, 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 one of the Golden State Warriors uh, shooting hoops in a big booth that they've set up a basketball court. Oh like, my gosh! Was this, there, C- right? was this CES? No, it was it was VM World. It was a, oh, so okay. it's a tech, <laughs> tech thing. But you CES like lots of bells and whistles, right? So, yes, right, and, right. And the 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 noise in the the din is like. 80, 90 decibels, right? Everyone's got microphones. Everyone's screaming at each other. And I, I start without an audience, right? You have to stop people, engage them, make them take notice and make them want to be a part of something so that I can do my presentation and talk about the benefits of the company. And then, you know, hopefully they, they come into the booth and look at a demo and become, uh, you know, get in the top of the pipeline, that kind of thing. Wow. And, and so what we've done is we've actually kind of codified how we create that engagement, how we command attention and deepen connection with people. And now we teach teams how to do that. So customer facing teams. So uh, sales and marketing, um, you know, so we work a lot of sales enablement uh, departments, but even, you know, in terms of doing a, a webinar or any sort of customer facing interaction. Uh, and and we, when we talk about ROI and Engageify, we talk about returns on interactions, right? This idea that how do we make the most out of those opportunities when people engage with your brand, right? Yeah. So, uh, so that's kind of what we're about is, is just being more engaging because we find that there is this engagement gap happening, right? That, you know, uh, maybe people have never been trained this. It's not a skill set that they've had before. Um, they might be unaware of kind of what they're putting out there. And on the flip side, you got the prospects. They're busy, distracted, no time, uh, working from home, you know, babies crying, dogs barking. Yeah. So we live in this world of distractions. We have to do more and kind of level up that, that skill set. So that's that's where we're helping. Um. How do you, because obviously for, you know, talking about events and that whole world has shifted in a really big way over the past couple of years. And so you're seeing a lot more of these events that, you know, 
in-person events, you know, they're kind of coming back, but I don't know that we're going to ever go back to the world pre-COVID, right? And so it seems like there's still a lot of, you know, hybrid, you know, maybe this will flesh out, you know, a little bit more. We'll, we will get back more to pre-COVID days, but, you know, what do you do if you are a vendor and uh, there's an opportunity for you to participate in an event but it's it's a virtual event only. Can you still apply the, the the principles that you're teaching in a virtual environment? It's a lot tougher, I'll tell you. That's for sure. Uh, we did help with some of our clients with some virtual trade shows. And part of the idea here is, is a lot of the same mistakes in a trade show can be made in a virtual trade show too. One of them, people are just at the sleep, asleep at the wheel, you know, in, in terms of someone wants to chat with you and they're not on top of it, right? So there's some of those things that just like in a normal trade show, people walk right on by and you ignore the passersby, right? Um, definitely there is that hump or that kind of like, um, or crossing the chasm of, if you will, of, Having people be at a virtual trade show booth and then engaging because you just don't have that initial connection, right? Someone has to reach out and say, yeah, I want to have a video talk or, you know, a virtual chat, if you will. So it's, it's a lot tougher. I think as far as going into the future, you know, things are projected to come back quite a bit this year. Uh, but there is that hybrid element, which is now expanding really the reach that, that exhibitors can have, um, you know, to, because, some of these virtual trade shows had, you know, tens and thousands of attendees mm. and the organizers of these shows, they don't want to lose that. So they're mm-hmm. kind of, you know, they're keeping that and we're going to do in person as well and have a hybrid element. So uh, it is a challenge, though. Hybrid's not easy. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just talking with someone yesterday, like if, you know, for someone's listening to us and you're in the event space and you're responsible for putting it on, um, this is interesting. They said, listen, if you're going to do in-person, do in-person. If you're going to do virtual, do virtual. Don't, don't mix. <laughs> he was arguing, don't mix the two because what ends up happening is you cannibalize all your in-person because people are like, how oh, just do virtual. And, uh, you know, then you end up kind of you know, you, 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 there, he said in his experience, there's the tendency to do both, not at a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to do each, yeah. not at a hundred percent. It's, it's better to just go all in, in person and don't, don't give people access to recordings afterwards. Just like if you, if you want to kick butt in the room, get them yeah. in the room. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And it's, it's because when you cater to hybrid so much, you lose that being in the moment for the, for, for the in-person. And if you, you know, the other way around too, you cater to the in-person too much, then sometimes the hybrid feels left out. So. Yeah. 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 What are some of the, now I just, I would love for you to just, I want to kick back, put my feet up on the desk and I want you to tell me some stories of some cool things that you've been able to do uh, or ideas that you've been able to come up with, uh, you know, for folks that are showing up at events on how they've been able to capture that attention. Cause I, listen, I can tell you, um, when I am at an event, I kind of walk around with my guard up, right? Cause yeah. I don't want to be sold at, um, yeah. I don't mind. I mean, there's things I enjoy. Certainly if there's someone that's talking about, uh, you know, a, a service or a concept I'm really interested in perhaps, but I'm pretty much like I'm guarded, but to your point, by golly, you know, if there's an entertainment component or something fun or engaging, I'm in. Yeah. 
What? So I, I would, I would just hear maybe some of the. I, yeah, I think I think you'd be with. great. I'd see you walking by, Josh, and I'd be like, I want this guy in my show, right? So uh, here's a few tips, and these work if you, you know, you're, you're a business owner and you're like, you're going to go do a trade show, or maybe you're thinking about how can your salespeople, you know, really stand out and be different in terms of you know being noticed and being remembered. Okay, so few things. So one of the things that I start, and if you're just listening, I'm holding up a fan of two thousand dollars. Uh, and can I just hand. say, Anders, that you just did that spread so perfectly. <laughs> it, it's You're it's clearly kind of my job, Josh. My yeah, okay. <laughs> the and fan, so, the fan, that, that's yeah, what it yeah, was. I fan, out, I fan it out, and it looks beautiful. It looks very nice how it, how it fans out. Um, and so what I do is I start off my presentations where I'm celebrating the success of the company. I say someone is going to have a chance to win $2,000 here in this booth right here. And people stop and they'll start listening to me at this point. Because what am I doing? I'm spiking dopamine, right? Novelty factor, yeah. rewards, surprise, you know? So that contrast of what they were, the expectations were walking down the aisle. And I'm not going to do it here because you'll, I'll disappear off the camera, but I go down on one knee and I spread this cash all over the floor. And then people are going like, what is this guy doing down on his knee? There's a little bit of this what the heck is this? What is going on here? Right? So that captures attention, but you must tie it in to the reason you're there. Otherwise it is a desperate plea for attention and not, not a, not a curated designed, you know, event or experience. Right? So then I start in doing some magic that ties in all of the benefits of the company. And so now people start realizing that this is, is thought out. It's on purpose. It's, you know, it's by design, not by default kind of thing. Um, but all the time I am making the experience about them. And I know this is something you teach Josh in, 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 you know, in terms of podcasting and everything like when you make it about them, they're going yes. to want you, right? They're going to, they're, it's, it's, and, and that spikes well, it spikes their dopamine. It involves them. We have two neurotransmitters that are responsible for engagement or capturing our attention. One is the dopamine that we talked about already. The other is norepinephrine, which is kind of the stress uh, piece, right? So, uh, what's what's in it for me, or what's going to kill me, right? Or what's what might hurt me? That's what gets our attention and cuts through all the clutter. So, by pushing those buttons, and of course, stressing our prospects out is not a great thing. But even little things where I can say. Josh, I got some bad news for you. You know, that little moment where you kind of go, oh, what's the bad news? You know, problem is actually, and here, here is the bad news. Two days from now, Josh, the forgetting curve tells us that people are only going to remember 10% of what we talk about here. Yes. Right? It's like, it's like, what's the point of us even doing it, right? But unless we do something special to be able to elevate that moment, and, and make it stand out because if we can create peak experiences and that's what our presentations are about, that's what we train, you know, the customer facing teams to do that allows people to remember it because the, when you have emotions involved in an in interaction, it becomes a mental sticky note in their mind. And it just like, that's what they're going to, and you can't make decisions based off of what you don't remember. Right. So, uh, you have to be able to remember it to be able to kind of push that business. Forward. Yeah. I could imagine like if I, you know, I said I was going to kick back, put my feet up on the desk. I was leaning forward in my chair the whole time because I'm just like visualizing what that would be like. My brain would be like, what is going on right now? Why is the money all yeah. over the floor yeah. right now? Like I, I would almost be like 
on bated breath, like what is going, what's going to happen here? <laughs> well, and, and I didn't even tell you about some of the other parts of the presentation where I'll do a game of Russian roulette with staple guns. So there is a perceived <laughs> element of danger involved right now. People want, and, and, and here's another thing too. When you open a loop, you know, you start a story, let's say people have a need for closure, right? They, they kind of like, okay, I got to find out how this ends. So the cash, I got to see if someone wins this. I got to see if I win this. That's what they're thinking. You know, I pull out these staple guns and we load one and we mix them up in a bag and then give them out to four people and they have to use their intuition to help me decide which one's safe. And when we're talking about the safety and being, you know, rest assured in a choice and the risks involved, we're talking about the company's benefits and how they can yeah. solve problems, right? And so anyway, so that gamifying, there's another piece, you know, yes. where you yeah. have, you know, that and that loop. These are all principles that can be utilized to create engagement, you know? So how can you kind of tease an idea of something and say, we'll get back to that. And then people are kind of all hanging on your words as, as they're waiting for that closure. Anders, take, I mean, think about the ROI of working with you. I, I think about, okay, let's say company, they're, uh, you know, they, they just got some seed money. Now they want to make an appearance at this event. And they're going to show up with a fishbowl full of Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> and pens and pens, right? Yeah. And yeah, pens. Right. yeah. Oh, we got to show up with the swag because you know, that's what everybody, that's what's going to get the cash register ringing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think about the ROI of bringing you in and what the potential is. Like if they're, let's say they're going to an event. I've been to these events, right? Where there are a lot of investors I've gone as, as media and um, gosh, GroCo. I'm just trying to think of some of these other ones. Um, where, uh, you know, these are startup companies, like they are looking to attract the attention of investors that are milling about yeah. kind of hearing what people are doing and that sort of thing. But, you know, okay, pens and a fishbowl full of Tootsie Rolls versus the magic, you know, of having Anders advising on exactly what to do to get that attention. You think about the potential ROI, if there's only so many deals that are going to happen and you don't attract and keep the attention of the limited number of either customers or investors, whoever it is that you're looking to engage with, right? What a huge missed opportunity. Listen, you're taking a whole week off. You're bringing your team there. You're getting everybody off the clock and, and you're going to show up what? with the pens and, and oh, t-shirts, yeah. or you could go there set to win. Exactly. And, and it, it reminds me of the kind of, if a tree falls in the forest, does anybody hear it? If you go to a trade show, but no one stops, you know, at your booth, did you really go, you know, like that, that kind of idea. So um, the, the ROI that is there to, to win, you know, the eyeball wars that, that is happening. And, and, you know, one of the things we talk about is the number one commodity in marketing is your prospect's attention right? That is the first thing that must happen before you do any sort of selling or marketing. You have to have their attention. And so I'll just give you, a, I do know the actual ROI because our, our, our new customers, we study, we give, we have feedback forms, we get back from them and we aggregate their results. And typically we increase leads by 54% on average. Now our biggest home run ever was 333%. And, uh, you know, but so it, so it, it varies depending on the show, depending on the, where the location of the booth is. There are a lot of things beyond our control, but the idea is we're going to bring people there and we do that or you don't pay. So there's a guarantee kind of built in, but you're talking, you're talking about, uh, pens and it made me think we actually utilize special giveaways 
that are a puzzle or a magic trick. And the idea about this is that it's not about what it is. Because if you give someone a pen, they, they go, yeah, I write with this. I know what to do. No further instruction necessary. But when you hand them one of these things, and then I demonstrate how we can win drinks in the bar for you, how you can fool your friends and family, become the center of attention your next uh, family gathering, or take the board out of the board meeting, all of a sudden this is like, oh, that's cool. That, look at what that can do for me, right? And then I say, I'm going to show you how to do that at the end of the presentation. Again, we're opening another loop. They're yep. sticking around. They got one of these in their hand. They have no idea what to do with it. And then I say, by the way, we're gonna, I'm going to teach you guys, just like in a magic store, if you go to the back room, that's where they teach you the secret. The, the back room in this booth is exactly three steps behind me. It's actually more than three steps. It's probably like mm -hmm. 20 feet. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm minimizing the travel distance. Yeah, right, 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 right. And, and, and I lead a massive crowd into the booth right by the demo area. And either I will teach how this works or the person doing the demo will actually teach how it works, mm -hmm. which now positions that person and edifies them as a, a mentor, a trusted advisor, as opposed to a product pusher where a salesperson might be you know, perceived to be. And so that's the thing. We gather that big crowd and then I'm able to lead them right in and get, you know, get those top of the funnel moments happening uh, right in the booth. Man, Anders, you are a great guest. Your website is engageify.ai. When somebody goes there, how do they engage with you? How do they engage? Well, there's all, there's a, you know, forms they can fill out and reach out. You can book a meeting with me instantly right there. And then I can kind of understand, you know, what your challenges are and we can make some suggestions and put together a solution set that might be uh, perfect for them. And um, yeah, you, or you can find me on LinkedIn as well. So, uh, mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. Anders Boulanger, again, engageify.ai. Anders, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Josh. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. 
My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.